Okay, so I'm going to start this episode as I do with some other episodes here and there. I'm going to start it by answering the Quora question. Is Anthony DeVolder the real legal name of Congressperson George Santos? Did he legally change his name, or is George Santos just an alias? Is it legal to lie about all of your qualifications? So, you know, that's an interesting question. The least controversial aspect of George Anthony DeVolder Santos would be his legal name. There are so many different valid questions about George Santos. Did he hide his true life story from the press and from voters to prevent scrutiny of his questionable exploits? Well, the answer seems obviously to be yes. Is he going to get away with lying so profusely, as have so many spoiled con men who took advantage of gullible dupes to attain power? In this case, it appears he also basically got drunk on the thrill of lying, as so much of his history as backstory has been fabricated. All of these questions are just too juicy to dismiss out of hand. They require deeper investigation, and so on and so forth. They go well beyond the usual ethics complaints about conduct on the campaign trail. I think they also get to the heart of what Vince Lombardi famously said. Winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. You know, good old Vince. I think we are seeing many of the consequences of that flawed philosophy and practice nowadays as lies are really permeating society at large. I mean, that's always been the case, don't get me wrong. But right now it seems like there's so many lies that it's really just becoming almost unseemly. Like there's no sense of, you know, reality among some people anymore. It will likely take a year or two to get further to the bottom of these issues regarding specifically George Santos, if it's ever truly done, you know, maybe he's an endless well of mystery, like a black hole of, you know, deceit or, or something like that. I don't know. We'll see how far the rabbit hole goes. He's already become a parodied figure, and really, it's very hard to even parody a lot of these kinds of people at, at this point, because there's just so much insanity and inanity that you really can't truly get more humor out of it than what's already available. I mean, it's almost like an illusion to make these things into a joke. Still, you know, I have to be fair and say it's not unprecedented, you know, for people to be this deceitful. You know, there have been concerted liars and they often work their way into the political system. Santos is really just an expansion on a common theme. And, you know, he's definitely a memorable expansion. And anyone with sense already knows that Trump is a huge liar, for example. And we can also look at George W. Bush's lies that got us into the Iraq War. However, for another example that will make Democrats angry at me, we should also look at Joe Biden. There, I said it. I'm, I'm saying it. 
you know, he actually had suspended his 1988 presidential campaign for significantly exaggerating his academic credentials, George Santos style, as well as being under scrutiny for plagiarizing elements of speeches. Though, to be fair, that sort of thing might legitimately be blamed on whatever speechwriters he had at the time. Although it would be nice if presidents could just write their own speeches. I mean, you know, these are supposed to be the most powerful leaders in the country. You would think they would at least have enough skill to write their own speeches and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, our standards are not always the highest. And Biden also exaggerated his role in the civil rights movement. And, uh, you know, one of the problems that I've stated about Biden is that he had a relationship with these segregationist figures. And, you know, I understand that to some degree. At the time he was in office, he did have to rub shoulders with questionable people. You know, such is the nature of government. You know, if I was, you know, put into some sort of political office, you know, if I won an election or, or whatever, I too would most certainly end up having to deal with people with different backgrounds and, you know, different histories, and we'd have disagreements, and we'd have to reach some sort of consensus on certain points, etc. But, you know, Joe Biden, he uh, eulogized Strom Thurmond. You know, that's that's not good, and you can still find online if you ever debate with any Republicans, they'll point out sometimes that Joe Biden did have relationships with, you know, people like Strom Thurmond and that bird guy, B-Y-R-D, you know, who was apparently the uh, grand, what did they have, grand dragon or something of the KKK? I forget what their titles are. It's just a bunch of made up nonsense. But, you know, it's a uh, it's also a fact that that bird guy, you know, he sort of repudiated a lot of his former positions. And theoretically, you know, Strom Thurmond was supposed to have moderated his position, his positions. But, you know, it's, it's still a bad look that, you know, Joe Biden eulogized the guy. That's that's not really a good thing. You know, when you when you compare that to, uh, you know, this uh, whole argument about, you know, the Republicans or the Nazis or whatever, or the racists, well, you, you can also look back and see, oh, Joe Biden was in league with these segregationists. You know, it's one of the reasons I questioned the election of Joe Biden, in addition to the you know, the whole uh, deceit that he uh, employed back in 1988 regarding his credentials and whatnot. And of course, th there are other aspects of him too, like the uh, the fact that he was a part of militarizing the police and, you know, he was a drug war proponent, etc., etc. I mean, it's, you know, th things like that are a complicated issue. But really, we could have went with somebody who was better than Joe Biden. You know, that's that's just the way it is. But we ended up with him. 
And, uh, you know, he's not quite as deceitful as somebody like George Santos. But let's let's not sidestep the fact that he was a liar, too. You know, let's not be partisan hacks. Let's, you know, just accept the reality that both parties have liars, except um, a, f- a few examples you might find of politicians who are relatively honest still. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm setting myself up for a disappointment when I say that, because they're all going to be exposed as liars one way or the other. You know, it's just a matter of degree. Obviously, not all lies and liars are equally as bad, and there's validity to debating how much lying is too much. You know, where should we draw the line? Is one lie too much? Is a, does it have to be a major lie that has a sweeping impact across the population? How about many smaller lies that might have a cumulative effect, sort of like the uh, George Santos thing, actually? Then you can get into the major discussion of, you know, well, everybody lies sometimes, you know. It's a little bit of a slippery slope, isn't it, though? Like, if you if you start excusing individual lies based on the general premise that we all lie, well, where do you draw the line at that point, you know? Should we just accept everything as equally true or everything as equally false? Should we just drop out of society and no longer, you know, participate? Uh, I'm perfectly fine with entertaining the idea of being the hermit in the hills and just no longer interacting with society. But then again, that that can prove difficult. You know, like, what if I want... Uh, bag of groceries, you know, how am I going to do that if I have no money and, uh, you know, I'm just living in the middle of nowhere and, uh, you know, I'm trying to avoid all of the liars and con men out there by being this hermit in the hills, but suddenly I have no resources other than whatever nature hands me out in the forest, I guess you might say, you know, I mean, there's, there are all these different scenarios that unfold if you we're really wanting to avoid all lies and liars. And, uh, you know, it, I could try to become a Ted Kaczynski-type figure out in the woods. But, you know, at a certain point, even Ted had to venture out and occasionally interact with the world. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's it's just one of those things, man. Sometimes you have to face the reality that there are liars, there are bigots, and, um, you know, there are hypocrites from all walks of life. It's just really a matter of choosing the poison that is less poisonous. And one thing is clear, though. There is a real danger in devoting national attention to a person that did not deserve it. It seems like our system keeps rewarding some of the lousiest, most petty cheating and lying, whether it's Trump lying about the 2020 election or any number of other things. You know, I've gone over a lot of them already. I think it's time we start adopting better, higher standards for our politicians and for ourselves. But, you know, it's, it's a little bit tricky because we're all flawed. 
and we're all capable of being duped and manipulated. I would like to think that I'm above it, but, you know, really just look at the amount of times we've all conformed to things that we probably shouldn't have went along with. You know, that's really the nature of the beast, and the beast is always snarling at us.